0: Morning prayer starts on
1: page four. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Continuing on page seven. O Lord,
0: open thou our lips. Commuted Joel. And our mouth shall
2: shout forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye the Lord.
2: The Lord's name be praised.
1: Psalm 95 for the Venite on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms 20 and 23, beginning on page 364. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee.
2: Send thee help from the sanctuary,
1: and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings, and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee thy heart's desire, and fulfill all thy mind. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord perform all thy petitions.
2: Now know I that the Lord helpeth his anointed, and will hear him from his holy heaven, even with the wholesome strength of his right hand.
1: Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God.
2: They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright.
1: Save, Lord, and hear us, O King of heaven, when we
0: call upon thee. Psalm 23
2: The Lord is my shepherd, therefore can I lack nothing.
1: He shall feed me in a green pasture, and lead me forth beside the waters
2: of comfort. He shall convert my soul, and bring me forth in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake.
1: Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff shall comfort me.
2: Thou shalt prepare a table before me, in the presence of them that trouble me. Thou hast anointed my head with oil, and my cup shall be full.
1: Surely loving kindness and mercy shall follow me all the days, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh chapter of the first book
0: of
2: Kings. But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, the Ammonites, Edomites, the Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love, and he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines, And his wives turned away his heart. For it was so, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashereth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord, as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place for Shemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. So the Lord became angry with Solomon, because his heart had turned from the Lord God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods but he did not keep what the Lord had commandment. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon, because you have done this and have not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. Nevertheless, I will not do it in your days. For the sake of your father David, I will tear it out of the hand of your son. However, I will not tear away the whole kingdom I will give one tribe to your son for the sake of my servant David and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. Now the Lord raised up an adversary against Solomon, Hadad the Edomite, who was descendant of the king in Edom. Whereas it happened when David was in Edom and Joab, the commander of the army, had gone up to bury the slain after he'd killed every male in Edom. Because for six months Joab remained there with all Israel until he cut down every male in Edom. That Hadad fled to go to Egypt, he and certain Edomites of his father's servants with him. Hadad was still a little child. Then they arose from Midian and came to Paran. And they took men with them from Paran and came to Egypt, to pharaoh king of Egypt, who gave him a house, appointed food for him, and gave him land. And Hadad found great favor in the sight of pharaoh, so that he gave him as wife the sister of his own wife, that is, the sister of Queen Taphanes. Then the sister of Taphanes bore him Genevath, his son, whom Taphanes weaned in Pharaoh's house. And Genevath was in Pharaoh's household among the sons of Pharaoh. Here ended the first lesson.
0: Blessed
1: art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty. Praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praise and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.
0: Amen. Here
2: beginneth the second uh, epistle of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the Church of the Thessalonians, and God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds towards each other, so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure, which is manifest evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you also suffer. Since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you, and to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus Christ is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire taking vengeance on those who do not know God, and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among all those who believe because our testimony among you was believed therefore we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ might be glorified in you and you in him according to the grace of our God, and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Here endeth the second lesson.
1: Together Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the dayspring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be,
2: And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Lord, we pray Thee that Thy grace may always prevent and follow us, and make us continually to be given to all good works through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace, and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, Thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in Thy defense,
0: Oh, Amen. Morning to
3: all. We get that we come to that chapter uh in Solomon where we get, you know, kind of the bad news. It's all been uh prosperity and the blessings accruing to the the son of David in fulfillment of the promises made to Moses. And and now we 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 get, you know, the sort of rest of the story and when the first line says solomon loved many foreign women nothing beats the, the king james translation where it says solomon loved many strange women um but um this isn't a new thing we've been hearing this in the narrative that he's you know married uh, pharaoh's daughter and and um we ought to be aware again we talked about this before that we're reading through the old testament story the narrative the, the way the narrative theology the Old Testament works is just because the Bible tells you a story without a judgment doesn't mean it's passing a favorable judgment on what happened. So it doesn't mean, for example, when he says that Solomon married the daughter of Pharaoh, that the, that the writer thinks this is a good thing. We're supposed to listen to this, read the story and follow it and see what results from it and then realize oh that was a bad idea so we reflect morally on the story it's not didactic in in the way that moral teaching is you know this is bad and this is good it's 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 teaching that you get from looking at the story and discerning the lessons and here we get so Solomon loved you know he didn't only you know he made a lot of political alliances and when you married a foreign princess, she got to come live in your country, and you had to set up a shrine to her God so she could continue her worship. And it should be noted in this in this regard that the violation of the Torah not to marry foreign women, it wasn't a prohibition of, of what happened, for example, with um, Ruth, who ultimately married Boaz. Ruth left her people and her gods to join the God of Israel but these women Solomon are marrying are not. They're bringing their God with them into Israel, and that's the precise prohibition. And so it's much like you know the weakness of David and the weakness of Solomon is the same. The difference, uh, in, as this chapter makes, is a solid, that Solomon's heart actually turns away from God. He seems to be participating with his wives in some of these other kinds of devotions, whereas David, though his sin especially Bathsheba was great. He never was in any doubt about who was Lord. And um, we get the the introduction here in uh, in this chapter of that Solomon built this abomination on the e- hill east of Jerusalem. and this is going to be the beginning of something really serious, but this becomes a child sacrifice shrine, whether it was an origin or not, it're not clear from the thing, but the abomination and and so later on Jeremiah, Several hundred years later, will condemn this to be called the Tophet, the place of burning, where uh, people sacrifice their children to through the fire to to the god. And um, Solomon, therefore, both produces this great prosperity for Israel, but also sows the seeds of its ultimate decline by by the fact that he, he lets his heart get away from him. It, it hearkens as a lesson for the spiritual life where it says in Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart with all diligence. We have to be careful about what we allow our affections to attach to. And this, again, reminds us, therefore, the importance of the life of prayer. It's it's likely that what Solomon did, he had these all these foreign wives, and they'd get him to participate in their <clears throat> various rituals of prayer, and your heart gets attached to this. It is why our life for prayer is so absolutely central, because it's how we direct our heart each day to the Lord and not to other things. You can't really have a life devoted to God while you're also sticking a toe in three or four other things. We always have to be careful of what becomes close to an idol for us. And there's the obvious things like money and business, but there's the the subtle things like even our own families. Yes, uh, a husband, a wife, and children can all become idols that loom larger than God in our lives. And this is only by cultivating that worship of God truly can we can we keep our hearts that way. And um, in this regard, we can contrast the situation in, in, in Kings with the Thessalonians, who are a very new, struggling church. They don't have a building. They're meeting in houses. Um, they 're being persecuted and uh but Saint Paul is calling them them blessed and it 's the juxtaposition of the spiritual life where is israel 's great prosperity that leads to her fall solomon 's great blessing that causes his heart to turn away, and the thessalonians the great persecution that keeps them hanging on to Christ in the midst of that and and Paul assures them that that their persecution is a sign of God's righteous judgment because he's going to vindicate them, show that their faith is true when judgment is revealed, and those who persecute them, he, they will be rewarded. Just as Solomon is prosperity, there's a judgment coming, which we can also see as a natural consequence of, um, of having having one's affections drift away, and then just things things creep up and things don't go as well. So it's, it's a meditation on the blessedness of our sufferings, not that we want them, but when we see all of us always have some area of life that reminds us of, of the temporality of this world and its imperfection and keeps us hanging on to Christ and keeping our heart rightly placed uh, so it doesn't drift away like Solomon's did. So a few thoughts about today's lessons.
0: Continuing with the prayer for all
1: conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all men, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to Thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's good to pray with you. Thank you, Joel, for your assistance. Bishop, great message again.
0: Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Missus bye. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you, Thank you everyone. Have a good day.